if you go up on this one hill in Fontana, you can sort of look out over the city. And what you'll see is just like streets and streets of homes. It's kind of like the sea of green trees and red triangles. But then as you look towards the mountains, those red triangles end and you see these huge white walls emerge from the red and green. These are distribution and logistics warehouses. And all above the city, you can see this haze of air pollution. Corey Suzuki is a freelance reporter in California, and he's talking about Fontana, a suburb about an hour east of Los Angeles, where residents have been fighting over warehouses and air pollution. There is no balance. All there is now is warehouses, and we were okay with the first dozen. Now, all we see as a community when we look outside is warehouse, warehouse, warehouse. From the newsroom of The Washington Post, this is Post Reports. I'm Martine Powers. It's Friday, November 12th. During the pandemic, online shopping has become way more popular. A lot of Americans say they just don't feel safe right now shopping in person. A growing number of Americans have now turned to the web. And then things are about to get even crazier with the holiday shopping season. To meet this demand, companies like Target and Walmart and Amazon use these big distribution centers, these warehouses where they can store products and ship things to customers as fast as possible. We should mention here that Amazon's founder, Jeff Bezos, owns The Washington Post. And so now these companies are looking to build more and more of these warehouses all across the country. Fontana has become this hub, and the city government really welcomes these warehouses. At this point, there's at least 140 in this one city. But at the same time, residents are asking questions about whose neighborhoods these warehouses are being built in and whether Fontana should keep approving them. One of the warehouses that people are concerned about went before the city planning commission back in April. This developer, Duke Realty, wants to build this 200,000-square-foot warehouse right next door to a high school. And that's sort of when some Fontana residents really start to fight back. This is a story of one debate over one warehouse in one Southern California suburb. There are fights just like this one happening all over the country, in places like New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Chicago. And this story is about what happens when residents push back against their city, about who advocates against warehouses and who fights for them. What was it about this one warehouse or distribution center that raised a red flag for them. That's where sort of the air pollution piece of this comes in. Look at this. This is crazy. This is so crazy. Warehouses by themselves aren't necessarily huge polluters, but the thing is they bring in these big diesel trucks that are coming in, hauling cargo, packages, and these trucks emit really dangerous pollutants like particulate matter and nitrous oxide, which can lead to things like asthma, cancer, and other really serious health conditions. Look at this. That guy just left. This truck has been idling for more than 17 minutes now, 18 minutes now. This truck was idling for about three minutes. There's another truck over there. There's a gray one over there. Just crazy. Oh, there's FedEx over there. That's Elizabeth Senna. She's a resident of Fontana, and she posted this video on Facebook back in May. You can get hundreds of these trucks moving in and out of the city, 
per day just for one warehouse. So across the city, you have thousands of trucks driving past schools and homes every day. And there's a lot of people who have been really unhappy with this. Like I mentioned earlier, residents have been talking about this for a while, especially in South Fontana. And that's important to point out because South Fontana is this very industrial part of the city. And it's also an area where a lot of working class people live. And this is where the warehouse is slated to build. It's called the Slover and Oleander Warehouse for the intersection that it's located at. There have been a lot of warehouses built recently on the southern side of the city. And Fontana already also has some of the worst pollution levels in all of California. That's according to state data, and that's especially in South Fontana. So all of this means a lot of residents are dealing with asthma and other health conditions. I started off with the cough, and the cough wasn't going away for like, I think it was about like three weeks. That's Robert Gonzalez. He's a college student from Fontana. And Robert told me this story that happened to him back in December. Usually if you have a common cold or something, You drink teas, right? Or you drink, you start taking cough drops, NyQuil, DayQuil. And I tried everything and it wasn't working. Robert starts uh, having this cough. He thinks it's cold, but it doesn't go away. And so he starts worrying that he might have COVID. Robert and his mom go to the doctor. And it turns out he doesn't have COVID. It's pneumonia. Once I got pneumonia, I was like, I need to watch myself because they told me that they recommended me to stay in my home because of COVID. And they also told me that There's a lot of pollution here. Robert has had asthma since he was little, and the doctor tells them that his pneumonia was triggered by the air quality, and then he needs to stay inside. And so Robert is really, really sick for like a month. And it also doesn't even end there. I mean, just just a month later, Robert's mom is coughing too. That's what really... I thought I was like, am I, am I a super spreader? Am I spreading COVID around to my family? But She goes to the doctor, and it turns out she has bronchitis. Wow. And so... Is, is it a fact that the air quality issues that are resulting in their health problems come from these warehouses? Like, do we know that there is a direct connection there? Well, it's hard to say that the trucks from this warehouse emitted these pollutants, which got into Robert's lungs and caused his pneumonia. But what Robert is talking about here is supported by a growing body of research. There's this agency called the South Coast Air Quality Management District, which oversees air quality for about half of California's population, including Fontana. And they did an analysis that found that warehouses are more likely to be located in poorer and black or Latino neighborhoods. And people living within a mile of at least one large warehouse suffer from higher rates of asthma and heart attacks. And Robert's family falls into that category of Latinx households within a mile of at least one big warehouse. And so if the residents there are worried about their health, they're worried about the implications of these warehouses, and they don't want another one to get built next to the school, like, do these companies acknowledge those concerns or try to do anything to help the fact that it would seem from this data that they are contributing to health problems in this community? We reached out to companies involved in this story. I mean, Duke Realty is the developer for the project, the warehouse that's slated to go up next to this high school. And they declined to comment about the project. Amazon, which again is the third largest employer in the city, also declined to sit down for an interview. But they did give a statement where they pointed to the jobs they brought into this region and also a plan to deploy electric delivery vehicles. But what about the environmental part? I mean, do they have anything to say about the fact that it seems that these trucks are contributing to air quality issues? One thing that the mayor of Fontana has talked about, the mayor of Fontana is a person named Aquanetta Warren. Hello, Fontana. It's that time again. Mayor Monday. I'm Mayor Aquanetta Warren. 
She is a big supporter of development, and especially the distribution and logistics industry. She is actually really proud of how many warehouses are in Fontana. People started calling the mayor Warehouse Warren at one point, and she's really kind of embraced it. For this week's segment, I want to do something a little different. Rather than answering questions, I want to discuss development in our city. Mayor Warren's office declined to talk to me for this story, but she does do these weekly Facebook broadcasts. And in a recent one, she spent a lot of time sort of making the argument that bringing in these local jobs and giving people the chance to work inside the city is actually kind of a pro-environment step. And we also recognize the contribution that you are making to eliminate pollution and helping the environment by not having to be on the 10, the 210, You don't have to be there because you work here in your community. Because they're not on the freeway every day commuting into places like Los Angeles, and they're not driving around, and and that reduces greenhouse gas emissions from residents. Do we know if those arguments are true in terms of the, the ways that the warehouses, in her eyes, counteract some of the environmental issues that they contribute to? I I think I would point out that data from the Bureau of Labor Management says that only 6,000 people actually live and work in Fontana. So a huge majority of residents still leave the city for work. And I think also that that argument kind of sidesteps this point about the health impacts of these warehouses. I mean, Mayor Warren is talking about the, the emission of greenhouse gases, which is an important piece of this conversation. But It doesn't really address the main argument of a lot of these residents who are saying that these diesel trucks specifically are bringing in these really toxic pollutants that are making a lot of people sick. So at this point, you have this city and the presence of this huge distribution industry. You have a mayor and some workers who welcome these warehouses with open arms. And at the same time, you have dozens of residents who are getting more and more worried about what this means for their health and their air quality. And I think the big question for them is what happens when they push back against building more warehouses? How is the city going to respond? So what are these residents actually doing to try to stop this distribution center from being built? So at the beginning of this year, this group of residents gets together over Facebook. They call themselves the South Fontana Concerned Citizens Coalition, and they start talking about development in the area. The influx of of warehouses coming into our area and how close they are to our homes. I talked to Elizabeth Senna. She's a nurse assistant and one of the founders of the group. She also took that video of the trucks we heard at the top. And so they start going to meetings. They start leaving public comments, holding protests. And this past April, another warehouse project goes before the Planning Commission. This is the Slover and Oleander warehouse project that we talked about earlier. It would be around 200,000 square feet, and it's estimated to bring in more than 100 truck trips every day. And again, it would be right next to a high school. The project before you tonight is uh, located on the southwest corner of Slover Avenue and Oleander Avenue. Um, It is adjacent to Harupa Hills High School to the south. The Planning Commission held a hearing to discuss the project, and more than a dozen people showed up to oppose it, talking about the health risks and the environmental impact, and just sort of making this case based on what they're seeing. But the Planning Commission voted to approve the warehouse. 
So at the end of April, Elizabeth took the step of appealing the commission's decision, and that brought it all the way to the city council. This public hearing is now open. In June, Elizabeth and dozens of other residents go before the city council to argue that the warehouse should not be approved. And it's it's a really big moment. This is one of the first meetings that's back in person. So Elizabeth and everybody else can actually go into the building and see people. Residents spend hours giving this really emotional testimony about the existing pollution levels in South Fontana and the potential environmental impacts of adding more warehouses. The basis for my appeal is a recent scientific study that finds that the air quality and health issues that affect people of color are directly linked to the surge of warehouse development. You can build restaurants, you can build schools, you can build other things. You don't have to fight for warehouses, fight for your children. That's who you need to fight for. Our environment should never be on the line. This should be about quality of life. Voters will remember this night, and depending on the result of tonight's appeal, November 8th of 2022 will be a long night for most of you on this council. Thank you. There are also speakers who show up to oppose Elizabeth's appeal. The third person to speak is a member of a labor union. There's a desperate need for jobs in this city right now. And we are here. I don't mean to counter my fellow neighbor, but we are here fighting for our children. I'm going to give you this one example. This goes on for hours, but eventually the last people speak. Mayor, foreign favor, motion pass. Motion pass. A four-to-one majority of the city council goes ahead and approves the warehouse without any modifications. Thanks to everyone that participated tonight. And it seemed like that was that. And how did they feel about that, the fact that the city just went ahead and approved it? They felt really, like, defeated, but also kind of resigned in a way. They kind of knew uh, in, in their gut as they were going into this that the city was going to approve the warehouse. So at the end, it was like, okay, we, we lost, but let's just hope that maybe that we made enough noise that someone heard us along the way. After the break, someone does hear them. We'll be right back. Elizabeth and Eddie and the rest of the South Fontana Concerned Citizens Coalition, they think this fight is over. Elizabeth actually goes on vacation. But then on July 23rd, the California Attorney General, Rob Bonta, and the Sierra Club both sued the city. Both of these lawsuits argue that the city didn't do enough to consider the full environmental impacts of this project, both of this specific warehouse and sort of the cumulative impacts of all of the other warehouses in the area. And so when we found out that they did that, We were extremely happy and relieved and kind of, you know, made us feel like our efforts were had paid off. What was the what was the ground for this lawsuit? Like what argument were they making for why this project shouldn't go forward? 
What the city did in the beginning when they were looking at the environmental impacts of this project was they kind of did an initial assessment called a mitigated negative declaration that said that there wasn't enough evidence that there would be environmental impacts to do a full environmental impact report. But the Attorney General and the Sierra Club both say that was really kind of an irresponsible step and that the city should have to do this full environmental impact report and take into consideration not only this one specific building, but the fact that within the last 10 years, close to 20 other warehouses have gone up in the same area and that the city needs to look at all those different projects, all of the projects that have been proposed for this area in the future too, what that means for people who live and work in the area and what that means for all of the high schoolers who go to Hurupa Hills High School. I also thought it was interesting that one of the things that the attorney general's lawsuit specifically points to is all of the public comments, all of the people who came to meetings and spoke out against the warehouse. Well, so I feel like this lawsuit and this advocacy from some of these residents does bring up this tension, though, right? That, I mean, I online shop. I imagine a lot of the people in this city do. And especially if some people feel like they are benefiting from the fact that there are jobs that are in their city that are offering them stable employment. I wonder if there were some complexities in what you heard from people there about holding up this project, that this is something that could potentially provide people with with good employment. And now that is being threatened. Yeah. I mean, Fontana isn't a huge place. And like you said, not everyone is against the warehouses. And Robert Gonzalez, the college student who developed pneumonia, who we heard from earlier in the story, his family is actually a really good example of what this looks like. Both of his parents actually work in warehouses. And his mom, Wendy Hernandez, has worked there ever since she graduated from high school. At least for me, I know, I don't know if Robert's going to disagree, but at least for me, the warehouse that are the warehouses that are here, they're here. And she also tells Robert that he needs to be clear that it's not that he's against the warehouses themselves, that it's this the places the city and the developers are putting them that's the issue. Where I've told him to make it clear that he's not against, you know, the warehouses and their jobs, and it's just where they're placing them. Because, it's that, I mean, to remember, we work there. You know, I work there. His dad works there. But she also supports what Robert does, his advocacy, his pushing the city council to to think twice about, about projects like the Silver and Oleander Warehouse. She does think that companies need to do better. She says they should offer higher paying jobs and they need to clean up their trucks and equipment. There's something that was said at one of the meetings that really triggered me. And it was, this is the best we can do for our kids in Fontana. That's not the best I want to do for my kids. I don't want my kids at a warehouse. It's, it sucks. Yeah, that's a complicated feeling. If, if she has worked in warehouses for her whole adult life and has benefited from that, but also is like, that's not actually the life that I want my kids to experience and to be surrounded by. Is there a world, though, where cities like Fontana can have it both ways, where they can have the benefits from having these warehouses here, but not have it be such a dominant presence in the city, not have it have such significant environmental impacts? Like, what are the the solutions for being able to find that sweet spot between this industry and the the negative effects that it's having on communities like Fontana? A lot of what the residents who have been pushing the city council to sort of change plans for this Slover and Oleander warehouse, a lot of what they say is that they aren't against warehouses being built necessarily, that the main thing that sort of stands out for them is that they don't want warehouses to be built near schools or they don't want warehouses to be built near homes, that these warehouses could be built somewhere else, could be built in in areas that are further away from the places where people live and are growing up. 
there's also examples of cities taking a closer look at this issue, sort of. Um, in Colton, for example, which is also not too far away, the city has put in place a year-long warehouse moratorium so it can study the health impacts and, and other effects of these facilities. And then Elizabeth and the other residents are also looking ahead to something called the indirect source rule. That's a new rule from the South Coast Air Quality Management District, the agency that, again, oversees air quality in most of Southern California. It was just adopted back in May. And what that rule does is it makes warehouses in Southern California responsible for the emissions from their trucks. It forces them to earn points by doing things like using natural gas, using electric trucks, switching to zero emissions cargo handling equipment, and installing solar panels. And this could be a huge deal for air quality and for public health. The Air District estimates that the drop in air pollution will lead to hundreds of fewer deaths and thousands of fewer asthma attacks across the region. A lot of environmental groups and citizens groups like the South Fontana Concerned Citizens Coalition were pushing for this, and they're really hoping it'll make a big difference. But in the meantime, if like, what does all of this mean for this one warehouse? If it's being held up in a lawsuit, what what is the path forward for that? And also, what are the implications for for even people like Robert and his family? We're going to be waiting for some time to see how this is settled and whether the city is going to have to reconsider the environmental impacts of the project. And in the meantime, the city is continuing to consider more warehouse projects and. For Robert and and his family, Robert made this really interesting point that he is going off to to college. I know there's going to be a point in my life where I'm going to have to go to Sacramento to study, right? Live in a dorm, an apartment maybe, studying when I'm studying. And I'm going to leave my community kind of behind, I guess. But still, he says this is his home. This is where he grew up. And that was sort of kind of the same thing that everyone that I I was able to talk to um said that Fontana is in many ways a really great place that they love to live and where they they have built families and friends and community and that they really are doing this to try and make the city better. As the logistics and distribution industry continues to grow, I think that's going to lead to more companies trying to build more warehouses. But I think at the same time, there's this really important and growing spotlight on the dangers of these massive warehouses for people living nearby. I think there are a lot of people looking to see what happens next in Southern California. And that might have something to say about what we're going to see next with this conflict across the country moving forward. Corey Suzuki is a freelance reporter. He reported and produced the story while working as our intern this past summer. This story was edited by Rena Flores and Maggie Penman and mixed by Sean Carter. Special thanks to Jay Green, Daryl Fierce, Robin Amer, and the Fontana Herald News. Since Corey reported this story, the city of Fontana has approved the construction of two new warehouse projects. That's it for Post Reports. Thanks for listening. Our executive producer is Maggie Penman. Our supervising senior producer is Rena Flores. Our editors are Alexis Diao and Ted Muldoon. Our producers are Lena Muhammad and Jordan Marie Smith. Ariel Plotnik and Renny Svarnovsky are associate producers. Sabi Robinson and Emma Talkoff are assistant producers. Our engineer is Sean Carter. The post director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Martine Powers. I'll be out for the next couple of days, but you'll hear my colleague Rennie guest hosting on Monday with more stories from The Washington Post. 
2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.